Welcome to the That's My Sis podcast, where we discuss faith, friendship, and fun as saved Christian women. But let your adorning be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which in God's sight is very precious. That's my sis. Welcome to the first episode of the That's My Sis podcast. Yay, that's my sis. <laughs> I am your host, well, one of your hosts, Janae. <laughs> I'm Rachel Emerald. And today we will be discussing a very, very interesting topic. So Why, I, why did I say that? I said topping. <laughs> meant to say topic. But the topic is, why is Christian friendship so hard? So, Rachel, why, why do you think Christian friendship is so hard? Honestly, so, I mean, a few things came to my mind. Um, One of the first things that came to my mind, honestly, was um, we don't always run all of our friendships by God. Um, I (laughs) think that a lot of times we just go based off of, especially because we're women and, you know, we're emotional by nature. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of times we are like, hey, I had a really great vibe with this person. We had a great conversation. Let's be friends. I Mm -hmm. feel like as adults, we kind of have... a childlike way of going into friendships honestly Mm -hmm. and not that that's necessarily a bad thing you know but I do believe that we do need to go to the Lord first Mm -hmm. and um, it just reminded me of Proverbs 3 5 and 6 um, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths Mm -hmm. so I do think that a lot of times if we not a lot of times all the time if we would just go ahead and um, even if we have a great interaction with someone, just go to the Lord. Like, you know, Lord, does this person need to be in my life? Mm-hmm. Does this person need to be close? You know, a lot of times there are people that will be in our lives for a certain season, but not necessarily forever, or they won't even be close. Like sometimes we could have a great interaction with them, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean they're going to be another bestie or, you know, like whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I totally agree with that. I thought that it was really important to look up the definition of friendship, mm-hmm. you know? Because <laughs> I, I think a lot of us are going into it the wrong way because we don't actually know what it is. Mm-hmm. So I took the liberty of looking it up according to Webster's, and it says, friend is a person who has a strong liking for and a trust in another person. So for me, something that really stood out about that definition was trust. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely believe that trust is something that is lacking in friendships and just in relationships in general across Mm -hmm. the board. Um, I I just really feel like we live in a society that makes it hard for us to trust. Absolutely. Um, It's it's a lot harder to actually find people who are trustworthy (laughs) nowadays Um, for a number of different reasons. Um, I would say, especially kind of, you know, growing up from New York, you just kind of get caught in this grind mentality when you're not worried about what anybody else has to say about Mm -hmm. anybody else's feelings. You just, you doing you. Mm -hmm. And if you need to overstep somebody to get where you need to be, then that's just what you're going to do. And the, the problem with that is that unfortunately, people bring that mentality into the church a lot of times. And 
so people, they, they may want to get a certain position in church because you're used to just grinding for everything that you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they do that, they, they enter into friendships, they enter into relationships with un- impure motives. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that gets in the way of actually really being able to build a solid foundation and eventually the relationship crumbles. Mm-hmm. So... I was I was really just thinking about it, you know, this is something that even happens with our relationship with God. Mhm. We we enter in a relationship with God because there's something that we want. Mhm. But we don't take the time to get to know and trust him. Absolutely. And that that inhibits our ability to even have faith in him because we don't even trust him. Mhm. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It was just making me think of uh, this episode that of Smiling at the Future, one of my favorite podcasts um, that I was listening to actually today and um, mm-hmm. with uh, from Christy Rose. And they were saying that um, as women, we tend to um, just see what we can get out of friendships mm-hmm. like versus, or relationships versus like how we can serve the other person. Mm-hmm. And I think that you bringing that up, just like having that grind mentality not trusting people Mm -hmm. just that all plays a part into it's just like okay well what can i get from this relationship what can i get from this relationship what Mm -hmm. what is this going to do for my life you know how is this going to help me to elevate or increase in life when we should really be going into uh relationships or friendships looking to serve i mean when jesus came here to earth like he came you know not to be served and rightful, and he had like he is God, and like, he was God in the flesh. You the like, king. He he is the king. Let's be clear, <laughs> you know. But he came here to not to you know be served, but to serve. And yeah. I think that we need to have that same mentality. You know, mm-hmm. Paul has said that you know we have the mind of Christ. We should be going into our friendships that same way. Mm-hmm. And I also was thinking something else. You know, overthinking. I believe it's a huge reason of why Christian fellowships, friendships can be really difficult. Is because Say it again. What <laughs> overthinking. <laughs> um, I think that overthinking is like a huge problem, especially like I always talk about this, like being millennials, like I don't know what it is, but we are always overthinking even the smallest things. It's like, mm. this is just not a big deal. Just make the decision. And I think that if we just get out of our heads and we have to go to God, like that's why we cannot be doing these things in our own power and in our own strength. That's what the world does. Mm. We are not of this world. Mm-hmm. And we need to remind ourselves with every single thing that we do, even with our friendships, we need to go to God. Like, I just keep, you know, thinking about this because it just it is valid for every single thing to trust in the Lord with all of your heart and not lean on your own understanding. Like, whatever makes sense to you, you cannot depend on that. You need to depend on the Lord. Mm-hmm. So you need to go to him. Acknowledge him in all of your ways. Like, like I said, like, it could be somebody that you just really bonded with, mm-hmm. you know, or it could be somebody that you really didn't, but you have an interest in getting to know that person. Mm-hmm. You need to go to the Lord because he knows. Like, that's the thing. Like, he actually knows if this person needs to be in your life or not. He knows what's going to happen if this person is or isn't in your life he knows Mm -hmm. he knows our end from the beginning so it would behoove us (laughs) (laughs) to go to him and just stop overthinking i feel like that overthinking it causes us into another thing i was thinking about was having insecurities Mm -hmm. you know um 
listen, like this is life. Life has happened to all of us. Nobody has a perfect life. None of us are Jesus. Mm -hmm. Like, listen, like we've had issues, right? And I think because of that, the overthinking and then bringing insecurities in there. Well, I was hurt in the past or I had a friendship you know, the, I was really hurt or this person betrayed me. They did this, they did that. And we bring those into new friendships. Mm-hmm. And we, when we meet people, we go in, go into it with our guard up already on defense mode instead of being open and allowing other people to be in our lives. And then it's like, you wonder why, <laughs> you know, you don't have no friends. Right. You know, you need to open up. You need to go to the Lord and allow the Lord to give you a clean heart. Mm-hmm. purify your heart, purify your mind, give you a new perspective and allow him to just make you clean. Like Absolutely. he will make you clean. Okay. Let's be Is clear. That- <laughs> okay. Let's be clear. He will. But I think that we really need to get past the insecurities, get past the overthinking. And I'm not sitting up here saying that like I have arrived because yeah. in this life we are like Paul said, it's a race. So we don't arrive in this life. But what I am saying is that we do need to be better as um, sisters in the body of Christ, we need to be encouraging each other, loving each other. Mm-hmm. And that starts with the foundation, Jesus Christ. We need to look to him. Mm-hmm. We need to go to him even for our relationships, for our friendships, because at the end of the day, it is about him because he is going to get the glory from our friendships. And we mm-hmm. should want that. We should want that for each other. Absolutely. I was When you were saying that, it was making me think about how man judges the outward appearance. Mm-hmm. And I never really thought about it in this context before. I I was kind of thinking about it from a sense of looking at the outward appearance as far as things that you want in somebody. Mm-hmm. So you looking for somebody that kind of match your fly exactly. or they they seem to be the type of person that you vibe with. Yeah. But it I feel like it works in the opposite way as well. Mm-hmm. We're looking at the outward appearance, looking at somebody and thinking they could not be a good friend to me because you don't look a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. And we're holding ourselves back from being able to have true sisters, Absolutely. being able to have a friend that sticks closer than a brother Ooh, because we're only looking at the way people look. Mm-hmm. We're not we're not spending the time to really get to know those that labor among us. Absolutely. We're not spending the time to really step outside of our comfort zone and have a conversation with somebody that could be life-changing. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't know what what somebody could offer you, but you are holding yourself back because they don't seem like the type of person that you would rock with. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was I was just thinking earlier today like a lot of times, and I would say society and media has a lot to do with this too, where it's like, <clears throat> it was this one rapper that put out this song called No New Friends. And <laughs> I was I was think I was randomly thinking about that song today. And a lot of times we're looking for our new friends to look like our old friends. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you don't recognize that you keeping these old friends in your life Mm -hmm. is precisely the reason why you are not progressing. Mm -hmm. There's no new ideas. Mm -hmm. You're comfortable. There's nobody there that's going to challenge anything that you say because after you spend a certain amount of time with somebody, y'all think the same. Mm -hmm. And there's no growth. There's no challenge. There's no sharpening. Mm -hmm. There's just a good time. And we don't we don't always need a good time. We need somebody that's going to be willing to tell us like, sis, you shouldn't have did that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sis, that you're sinning right now. Mm-hmm. But I think that is is 
a part of what holds us back is is fear of the unknown. Yes. We don't want to create relationships with people that don't seem like something that's familiar to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that's really good. And I definitely agree. I think that that also just kind of reminds me of like people being afraid of being vulnerable because mm-hmm. there is a level of vulnerability in friendship. Don't come for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all have this problem. <laughs> um, honestly, I mean, I do too. Like it's something that I am still working through and the Lord has just really changed my perspective on this so much because I was definitely someone who had a huge, like I was totally like anti-vulnerability like Mm -hmm. you ain't about to see no weaknesses (laughs) like none of that but I just really have been seeing like the beauty of just even my weaknesses like Mm -hmm. and just being able to show people that because at the end of the day like you don't know somebody else has that same thing Mm -hmm. and or you don't know if they've already been strengthened in that area and Mm -hmm. they can help you yeah but like you had said something that was making me think earlier um I had read another definition as well of a friend Mm -hmm. and um it was uh one attached to another by affection or esteem Mm. and that reminded me of romans 12 10 love one another with brotherly affection outdo one another in showing honor and it just was so funny to me that how even the world defined the way that the world defines friend is similar to the biblical definition and Mm -hmm. i just feel like if we had that brotherly affection Mm -hmm. for each other that love for each other that that would make us get over our insecurities it would Mm -hmm. make us get over our vulnerability issues it would make us just go ahead and trust even though I don't really know what to expect. I don't really know what it's going to be like, but I'm just going to trust you anyways because of that love that I have for you, that affection. Mm -hmm. And it was just also making me think about... um, So there's two versions. So um, in the ESV, Proverbs 18.24, a man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend that stays closer, sticks closer than a brother. And in the KJV, um, it's a man that hath friends must show himself friendly, Mm -hmm. um, but there is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. And we have obviously seen that within our friendship Mm of um, 13 years at this point. Um, Unreal. (laughs) I, I just think that it's, I just, I love like both versions. I love the ESV and i love the kjv um i love the the esv because a man of many companions may come to ruin Mm -hmm. but there's a friend that sticks closer than a brother i love that because i feel like especially when we were younger like we're in our early 30s now when we were really younger when we were really young sorry um like in our 20s that was the thing to have so many people around you Mm -hmm. to have a lot of friends you know going out doing the most Mm -hmm. and then you get to a certain age you start maturing and you're just kind of like hey like it's like you realize like these are all my friends like you're around all these people it's like you're not actually my friend like you don't actually care about me Mm -hmm. and you know that's when we were in the world anyway but you know being in christ like even you know like within the church like i feel like that's something that we need to also address too like we don't all need to know each other's business. And I think that that's the thing that holds a lot of people back too is, you know, we're saved. We are sisters in Christ. We love each other. Like, the Bible tells you to mind yes, your business. Like we need to be drinking our water and minding our business. Period. But I still love you, sis. I'm still praying for you. I'm here if you need me. Mm-hmm. You know, we can do that. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like a lot of times when you try to have so many friends, you try to have so many friends in a certain type of way, mm-hmm. it's not going to work. And, you know, even Proverbs says that a man of many companions may come to ruin. But there's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. You might be looking for something that it's like it doesn't exist 
(laughs) you know it's just weird and then you made up this your own definition of friendship and it's not it's not a reality exactly and i also love the the kjv version like a man that has friends must show himself friendly like sis if you want friends like you also have to be friendly Mm -hmm. like you know um something that you know people are always saying is like how are you trying to how how do you want something from somebody that you're not willing to give in return and you know the bible does tell us to do unto others as you would have them do unto you Mm -hmm. so why would i like how can i expect to have friends if i don't want to be a friend like i don't want to be friendly absolutely that that it goes it goes back to the trust thing mm-hmm. you know i think a lot of people they they're not willing to show themselves friendly to other people because they don't trust people in general they've built up so many walls over the years because of bad relationships that they were in that they're not willing to put themselves out there anymore yeah and it's not only are you holding yourself back but you're also robbing the body essentially mm-hmm. God saved you unto good works. He put seeds of wisdom mm-hmm. and and knowledge in you and your you know you could potentially be holding yourself back mm-hmm. from enriching somebody else's life by the lessons that you've learned. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's 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 just it's selfishness at the end of the day. Yeah, that's you know? a big one. A lot of people they don't they don't have friends because they don't know how to love anybody but themselves. Yeah. And and even if they do cultivate friendships, they're not able to keep them mm-hmm. because at a certain point, you, as we were talking about earlier, you're looking for what this person is going to do for you. Yeah. But as, as our pastor mentioned recently, if you both are going into the situation, you're both willing to die, you're both willing to serve the other party then everybody's going to get what they need. And let's be clear, that's a requirement to be in Christ. Denying Absolutely. yourself denying yourself is not optional. And yeah. it, it, it's not something that's like, hey, you should try that. You should yeah. try denying yourself. No, it's it's mandatory. You're not a Christian if you don't, if you don't deny you yourself. You need to deny yourself. And I think that that is just so right, that people going into friendships thinking like, okay, yeah, like, what can you do for me? What can I get out of this? Mm-hmm. No, you need to be going into it like, how can I serve you? Mm-hmm. How can I pray for you? Like, how can I be there for you? Mm-hmm. You know, we're sisters. Like, we're sisters in Christ. And that's how the world is going to know that we belong to Jesus Christ, by Period. how we love each other. Yeah. You know, and if we, we, and you know, that's, I feel like that's just the root of it all is love. And obviously that brings me to the definition of love Absolutely. Um, in first Corinthians 13, starting verse one, if I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have a prophetic powers and understanding all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith as to remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all I have and if I deliver up my body to be burned and have not love, I gain nothing. And I just, before mm-hmm. that even gets into the definition, I just love how, you know, it just says all of the things that you could do. But if you don't have love, like that's how important love is. Yeah. But um, if you don't have love, you don't have God. Exactly. Period. You are not saved if you don't love people. Exactly. And um, that just goes into the the definition. Um, Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. 
Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. As for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when the perfect comes, the partial will pass away. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up childish ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I have been fully known. So now faith, hope, and love abide. These three, but the greatest of these is love. And we know how important love is because for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Mm -hmm. And I just, I feel like if we just go into our friendships, our relationships, just with like, you know, we're in the body. Like I said, I just want to reemphasize that, that we are um, children of the most high God, the true and the living God. And Mm -hmm. we need to embrace one another. We need to continue to go to the Lord to even show us the error of our own ways, what's causing us um, from not having those friendships that we desire, friendships that we need. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times, I mean, I'm definitely, I can, you know, attest to that, that there were friendships that, you know, that were blocking me from having the friendships that I did need. And then there (laughs) there were things that I also needed to work on so that I could be a better friend. And, and then also there were things that I needed to work on so I could have the friends that I need. Mm-hmm. So I think that we need to continue to go to the Lord and just depend on him. Mm-hmm. Because he, like I keep saying, like he knows. Like he already knows the future. Like you might as well go to him because he already knows. He knows mm-hmm. what you need. If you know like that he already knows the answer, why wouldn't you just go to him? But, you know, I think that it's not to be discouraged. I definitely do want people to be encouraged you know Mm -hmm. because nobody like i said like we're we have not arrived we're not gonna arrive but Mm -hmm. we do need to improve as being sisters in the faith and loving each other and trusting each other being vulnerable you know what i mean and that's not you know when i say being vulnerable i'm not saying like just go up to somebody randomly and be like girl you know what happened to me in second grade girl this (laughs) what happened to me last night this like not like that but just willing to just love each other like Mm -hmm. i could love you in a simple conversation i could love you by keeping my thoughts pure about you my motives my interactions whatever but like you know we need to go to god for this we need to go to god for help and then you know just go to the lord ask him tell him like just be real with the lord because he already know how you feel anyway so you might as well just let him know period and that's the thing you know with with speaking about the the concept of friendship i think that is important to think about what is god's definition of things Mm -hmm. so i just i wondered like what does it take for somebody to be considered God's friend? Mm-hmm. And because that's that's where we're going to get the understanding of what friendship really is according to God. Mm-hmm. And I, I I was reading and I found in um, James uh, 2.23, it said, and the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness. Mm-hmm. And he was called a friend of God. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking like, what what was it that qualified that relationship as as friendship with God? Mm-hmm. And and I think it's important to look at it from both perspectives. So it kind of ties into what we were talking about with being a friend and the fact that you need to go into the situation looking what you could do for somebody else. 
Because there was nothing that Abraham could offer God. No. And to be clear, there's nothing that we can... Exactly. Outside of, you know, obeying him, reverencing his name. That's, you know, offering up our bodies. We are a living sacrifice. That's our reasonable. Exactly. But he he doesn't need any of those things. He's God without any of us. us. He has always been God. Even before the earth was laid, Mm -hmm. before the heavens were made, he was God. So Abraham, you know, being obedient to him, that didn't necessarily give God what he needed because he doesn't need anything. But the fact that he was willing to serve him, you know, just Mm -hmm. be beneficial to him. And that is what, you know, made God look at Abraham as his friend. And then on the, on the other end of it, you know, I think that you could see that trust is in that as well, because Mm -hmm. Abraham believed God. Mm -hmm. You know, that is what that is what um, is the qualifier of him being counted as righteous, his belief in God. Mm -hmm. And how can you believe in someone that you don't trust? Exactly. And obviously, God has a track record. You know, he gives (laughs) us every reason that we could ever fathom to trust him. Mm -hmm. And. Unfortunately, I feel like there's a lot of situations where we will be in relationships, be in friendships, and somebody is giving us every reason to trust them, mm-hmm. but we still don't. We still don't. Girl, I'm talking to myself right now, okay, but that's sis. okay. All right, sis. That's okay. Okay, let, let the word speak. Sometimes, okay. sometimes the word got to hit you first. Mm-hmm. Feel me? But yes. yeah, you know. We are just so stuck on on the pain from the past that no matter what somebody shows us, mm-hmm. we are not willing to trust them. And I and I do think that it is important, you know. It it, it makes me think about the verse. I can't I can't think of um exactly where it is right now, but it it pretty much just says that Everybody knows that God exists. You have to suppress the knowledge of God. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, you have to suppress that there is a creator. Mm-hmm. You have to suppress the fact that you've been in situations where you could have died and you didn't. And mm-hmm. the only explanation for that is God. Mm-hmm. So despite the fact that he's given you every reason to believe him, mm-hmm. every reason to trust him. Mm-hmm. You just allow yourself to not do it for whatever reason that is. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I, I think that that's the attitude that a lot of people bring into friendships. It's like, I don't <laughs> care. I don't care what you do because my friend from 10 years ago hurt me. Which is ridiculous. I'm not that person. That's, yeah. And that's unfair, too. And it I is. think that like it's crazy because... You know, when you ask people or you think about it when you're going through those situations, would you want somebody to do that to you? Absolutely not. And, you know, you saying all of that is just, it was making me think about um, Peter, like specifically, you know, he was with Jesus. Obviously, Peter wasn't perfect, but, you mm-hmm. know, Peter thought he was that man or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, he thought you was special. Right. And, you know, and by any means, I'm not going to say that, you know, he wasn't, but, you know, you're still a man. Mm hmm. And I just, I love how Jesus also demonstrated, you know, friendship, obviously, like he laid down his life. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but also, Jesus already knew what Peter was going to do. Jesus already My knew that God Peter today. was going to deny him. Right. He already knew that. And he told him. But he still... And, you know, Peter was very distraught afterwards because he remembered what Jesus said. But Jesus restored him. And he said, you know, upon you will I build my church Mm -mm -mm. and I just feel like obviously he forgave him he restored him Mm -hmm. and I just think that a lot of times like within friendships like we will be hurt and we just want to stay there right you just want to stay hurt you want to stay pitying yourself feeling bad for yourself instead of picking up the pieces (laughs) 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 it just you know we just want to stay hurt like this is not like i just have to keep reiterating that we are saved we are not the world like the world wants you to be 80 years old still talking about what happened when you was 25 like no like we are saved like we get hurt really do they do that in the world they totally do that but we are not of this world we are not we are in the world, but we are not of the world. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that we need to um, just do a lot better. And just like I keep saying, just trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Mm-hmm. And um, lean not on, lean your, on your own, own understanding, understanding. But like for real, like do that. And he w- he really will. Like he really will. Mm-hmm. And um, I keep going back to that because I mean, I know it to be true. It was in the Bible anyways. But like I know that, you know, like within my own friendships. Because there have been times where I'm like... <laughs> Lord, I do not understand this person. Or, like, you've been mm-hmm. questioning, like, I don't even see how we friends. Like, yeah. wh- what is this? But, you know, when you are just, when you have that relationship with the Lord and you're going to him and you're just also seeing, like, when you're not going, when you're not just thinking about, yeah, like, this person is not right for me. When you go to God and he's just showing you how much you've been able to benefit from that person being in your life. Mm-hmm. So now it's not about like what this person can do for me. It's like, wow, like this person, like, like I have so much to give this person mm-hmm. and I should be giving to this person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, how can, how can I serve you more as my sister? Like, how can I be there for you? And I think that like, we just keep saying like, instead of going to the, going into situations, just trying to, get what you can out of it and being like for real like we're not kids like we're grown we're adults mm-hmm. and i think that's the problem like i said in the beginning like going into it like like we're, like we're kids mm-hmm. and i think like you know like i was saying to a certain extent you know children they always trust mm-hmm. you know for the most part like they always trust they go into it fresh like you're gonna have and i feel like that that aspect we need to keep mm-hmm. you know but i think that um we also need to remember like hey like you need to go to you know you need to go to the lord run your friends by the lord Mm -hmm. but you know don't just because you got hurt doesn't mean that like every single person that crosses your path is out to get you or they're gonna (laughs) hurt you or whatever and even when you do get friends like they are gonna hurt you because this is life we're human and we're women Mm -hmm. we're emotional Mm -hmm. you know depending on what time of the month it is or depending on what happens in our day at work or whatever it is that we're doing, like things happen. Mm-hmm. So something might happen today. I might feel a little way about it. And in my interactions with you, I might come off a certain type of way mm-hmm. that might hurt your feelings. And then I was like, Oh nah, like she, you know, she was real rude to me. I'm not about to be friends with her no more. <laughs> like, come on, like we're adults yeah. and we need to be able to love each other enough to communicate like, Hey sis, like, you know, I noticed, you know, you were a little short with me mm-hmm. when we were speaking. Or sometimes you just need to go to the Lord and be like, Lord, am I tripping? Right. 
you before you even bring it to somebody because a lot of times it's just us and our emotions and our flesh and mm-hmm. it's like since nothing happened between us it was just this person mm-hmm. and that's the thing you know sometimes those things are happening in order for you to be sanctified mm-hmm. if we don't go through anything if we're never hurt if we never go through any sort of difficulty mm-hmm. we will not how are we going to be sanctified you have to you have to go through that difficulty to be able to shed that stuff off. How do you know that you've gotten to a place of patience if your patience is not tested? Yeah. How do you even know? I know. I think that so many people feel like, okay, like I'm saved. So my life is supposed to just be, you know, sunny skies no. and everything. I shouldn't have no problems. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Because Jesus already told us that in this world we will have tribulation. Period. And a lot of times, um, you know, I just think that we just need to do better. We do. Honestly, like, I really, you know, I'm always hard on us as, you know, like women, but specifically as safe women because we represent Jesus Christ and that's not a light thing. That's mm-hmm. not light at all. Mm-hmm. And when I say we need to do better is we need to stop being selfish, stop thinking about ourselves. And, you know, we need to be looking for, to like help each other, mm-hmm. help encourage one another, mm-hmm. pray for somebody, you know, even mm-hmm. like in your, you know, your intimate time with the Lord, you praying for other people. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times that's happened with me where like the Lord has put people on my mind, put people on my heart to reach out to them. And it was like, sis, I'm glad that you, you know, like reached out to me because this and this was going on. And, you mm-hmm. know, like, can you pray for me? You know, things like that. And it's just like, when you're so focused on yourself, it's like, crickets you know what i mean it really is though it's like it's crickets it's like you know dang but when you start praying for other people and it's boring can we just be honest like every day i'm gonna come to the lord and talk about myself and talk about the things that i need that's why but in the bible it says that he already knows what you need before you ask him so go to him about somebody else to see what somebody else needs you know and you just never know and because we're in the natural we forget the things that are going on in the spirit realm right and it's like you just never know like what somebody else could be going through somebody Mm -hmm. else could really be going through it Mm -hmm. and you sit up here like lord Lord, you know, like I got all these issues, Lord. Like, mm-hmm. help me, help me. I want this, I want that. I need this, I need that. No, it's not about you. Period. I think that we just need to be cl- like, this is not about you. You are not even here. Nobody lives to themselves. Exactly. Exactly. And I, you know, just to kind of uh, go back to the topic that we were talking about, like with with our feelings being hurt, mm-hmm. we should not be so easily offended. No. And, and you know, a, a lot of times your feeling, people's feelings will get hurt because you're telling them the truth. Mm-hmm. But that that is that is what defines us as Christians as well. We need to be lovers of truth. And truth does not feel good all of the time. The truth is not always that you cute. The truth is not always that you are just the best friend that I could have ever found in my life and you're perfect. Sometimes the truth is, is something that's going to hurt you, but... It will help to get you to where you need to be. And mm-hmm. and, and that is something that I, I believe gets in the way of a lot of friendships is the fact that people are not willing to accept the truth about themselves. Oh, no. They're not. Like, um, I, was, I was reading in Proverbs and it says, uh, the ear that listens to life-giving reproof will dwell among the wise. Whoever ignores instruction despises himself, 
but he who listens to reproof gains intelligence. Mm -hmm. So if you are not willing to listen to the truth, listen to wise counsel, you despise yourself. Wow. You (laughs) despise yourself. And it's, and it's so true because we look at these people that, you know, get to the point where they 60, 70, 80, have never changed, mm-hmm. have never grown. Because, and it's not that nobody ever told you the truth about yourself, it's that you didn't accept it. Yep. And it, and it, it shows in your life because you are never able to get to a point of maturity mm-hmm. because you cannot accept the truth. And how, you you can't be saved. How can you, you cannot. Like, that, that, you... That's an oxymoron. Yeah. So I think that that's one of the things that shouldn't even be spoken of, of people who are saved and who bear the name of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Like you need to be able to accept the truth about yourself Mm -hmm. because you shall know the truth and and the the truth truth shall set set you free. free. Like why not? And I just feel like it's just best to, and let's be clear. I have been there in the past, you know, when I was younger And I just, you know, I viewed myself one way for a long time. And I felt like, you know, especially like the more that I grew in Christ and everything, the closer I got to the Lord, I was like, oh, this is who I am. Like, it was crazy. (laughs) It was like, what? Yeah. It's like, I'm really doing this? Like, I'm real. like, what? And so I just, thank you, Lord, Mm -hmm. that, you know, he cleaned me up. Because, girl, it it was a lot of cleaning that needed to be. absolutely but i'm just so grateful for that though because i mean like i said like i've been there and so but like we need to do like i keep saying we need to do better like you can't you you cannot not take accountability Mm -hmm. because you're going to be held accountable come on somebody like you like we have to remember that like we are going to be held accountable for the things that we do Mm -hmm. things that we didn't do Mm -hmm. things that we said things mm-hmm. that we thought like god already knows this and we're going to be held accountable yeah. and i just i can't fathom why somebody would be saved and not consider their own when the bible already says that you like when a man thinks he is something when he is nothing mm-hmm. deceives himself Since you can't be out here deceiving yourself and you're saved exactly like coming to christ you have to be willing to accept the fact that you are a sinner. Mm-hmm. You have to accept the fact that there is nothing that you can do mm-hmm. to gain your way to heaven. You deserve hell. Mm-hmm. But you can't accept when I tell you, I don't. I think that when you speak sometimes, it is, it's harsh. I don't think that when you speak, you speak out of love. Mm-hmm. But you're willing to accept the fact that you're a sinner? doesn't make why, sense. Why is, it, why is it that we allow somebody telling us the truth to end friendships? I, I don't understand that. Because we're going into, th- going into it with the wrong motives. I mean, yeah. if you can't handle somebody, you know. So what I'm thinking is like, if you can't handle like a human right. telling you the truth about yourself, how are you going to handle God? Exactly. It's... it's Telling you the truth. That doesn't even... It doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like if you are not willing to accept the truth about yourself, then you are presenting a false image of yourself in relationships. And of course, that's another inhibitor Mm -hmm. because it's like you're not presenting who you actually are because you don't know who you actually are. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like... Yeah. And then the people who think that like if you say anything about them or that goes against their beliefs, you're attacking them. 
I'm attacking you because I'm trying to save you from making a bad decision? That just sounds like something that people in the world deal with. That doesn't really yeah, sound like yeah. that just sounds like strong delusion to me. Honestly, that was like the first thing that I was thinking. Like that just sounds like strong, strong delusion. I'm attacking you. Like, no. Like, have I become your enemy? Come on. Because I tell you the truth? Yeah. I mean, I think it I think it just it just takes us back to the the definition of love, which obviously is something that we have to have in friendship. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, a part of first uh, Corinthians 13 it says, it does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but it rejoices with mm-hmm. the truth. Mm-hmm. That is how you that is a part of loving someone. You rejoice with the truth no matter what that looks like. Absolutely. That's so beautiful. It's the word. And the word will preach all on its own. (laughs) (laughs) In the beginning was the word. The word was God. Now that's a fact. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, this was, this was really great. I think that, um, you know, like we keep reiterating that, um, we need to do better, but we also can. Like, I feel yeah. like a lot of times it, it can be a lot when you are just in that stage of working on yourself. I mean, look, let me not say stage because we're always working on ourselves, mm-hmm. but it could be a lot when you just feel like, dang, like, I always got something to work on. <laughs> but it is something because we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Yeah. So I definitely don't want anybody listening to this to feel discouraged, like, mm-hmm. wow, I have a lot to work on or this is impossible. Because what is impossible with man is possible for God. Hallelujah. And if we just continue to acknowledge him in all of our ways, he will make straight our paths. So I definitely want people to still be like encouraged and just to know that like whatever it is that you're going through, whatever hurt, whatever trauma, whatever insecurities, the overthinking, whatever it is that you are experiencing that you feel like is or has been inhibiting you from either making friends or keeping friends, Mm -hmm. like just go to the Lord about it and seek him. And you will, if, as long as you seek him with all of your heart, like he will show you, he will show himself to you. He will point you in the direction that you need to go to. He will show you yourself. He'll show you what you need to work on. Mm -hmm. And he will, as long as you trust in him, you believe in him, you give your all to him. He will put the right people in your life. Yes, he will. He's faithful. Amen. Well, that was the end of our first episode. So excited. It was a really great combo. Um, So thank you all for listening. And we will see you next time for another episode of That's My Sis. That's My Sis. That's My Sis.